Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Happy Tuesday, Service Legends. We are live here in the Service Legends Facebook group. I have a real treat for you guys today. Someone who no, needs no introduction. However, we'll give him one here in a second. But Tommy, welcome to the podcast again. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Yes, 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 yes. New time, new time and day during the week. So excited. New audiences and new people are going to see us here. Um, Today, we're going to dive into the real-life journey of an extraordinary entrepreneur who took a simple garage door business, right? I mean, garage doors. Like, who wants to do garage doors anyway, right? Uh, but turn something into something, uh, turned it into something truly, truly remarkable. Um, Tommy, he's, he, he's the mind, the myth, uh, the legend behind A1 Garage and a whole lot more. Um, the Freedom event that's coming up in November in Florida, if you're not coming I don't know what you're doing. I have to get my tickets uh, and everything like that. Um, he's the author of the Home Service Expert, um, uh, or sorry, the Home Service Millionaire book. Uh, he's the host of the Home Service Expert podcast and the author of his new book, his newest book, Elevate. It's where you build a business. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Um, started out with $50,000 in debt, now on the brink of crossing the $200 million mark uh, in revenue. Tommy's story is a true testament to grit, hard work, integrity, um, and just being genuine and just really being selfless about his team, his community, and what he's building, um, the priorities, the essential, what's not essential. Uh, and we're going to dive into that today. Um, but Tommy, give everyone uh, just up to, you know, just like some context to what you're doing now. I know you're a mover and a shaker. Yeah. You're busy. So what's going on with you now? You know, we did a deal with A1 at the end of December and uh, we brought on an equity partner, private equity, and that was a process in itself. And uh, I won't go into too many details, but it was about a six month process. And right now I took what, what they say, take chips off the table. I own half the company. I'm still the CEO. And I, I whiteboarded for several days just thinking about, was this the right decision? What is the outcome I'm looking for? And hindsight, you know, they say hindsight's 2020. I think everything did exactly what I wanted it to do. I'm exactly where I want to be. Um, things have gotten really interesting. We've been buying lots of garage door companies. Uh, you know, we've got a pretty significant goal. We've got a thousand day sprint and uh, we're firing all cylinders. We're hiring for our weaknesses. We're filling the gaps. And, uh, you know, for me now, it's more about bringing people up around me. Um, the employees really matter a lot. We're doing, we've got these things called profit units. It's basically equity incentive units and uh, really starting to share a lot of that. And, uh, you know, we got some big goals, really, really large goals. And the last month I've been really focused on my health. I went to a naturopath, got the urine, blood, saliva, and now I'm on like 20 vitamins a day, five different peptides. I'm on, you know, creatine, all of this pre-workout, uh, the right diet. Um, really trying to transform not only emotionally, 
uh, faith wise, just my body, just make sure everything's firing on all cylinders because, you know, there's, there's three things I look very closely at is health, time, and money. And I'm really using money to help me get some of my time back and make sure my health is in check. And uh, so I've been on the no alcohol train for a month and uh, just really trying to focus. I love and, it, man. Yeah, it's been going good. It's funny. So I didn't know you were going to mention all this, but what, so I turned 30 May 2nd. And when I did that, for, dude, my, I just, uh, oh my gosh, I had like a come to Jesus moment. Um, and uh, a lot of changes since, since I turned 30, a lot of pruning um, involved, but um, yeah, I, you know, I started really thinking about, you know, what's essential, what's not essential, you know, what's priority, what's not priority. And, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, not to say I'm looking uh, that I'm uh, studying Stoic philosophy, but, uh, you know, I, you know, I kind of like it, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm a little unsure how it, you know, if it contradicts, uh, contradicts the, uh, the scripture, but, um, yeah, man, you know, I'm really enjoying it and making a lot of changes myself and, uh, drinking same here, not not drinking, uh, and you know, the food, the people around me. And, uh, but yeah, man, I love that. And it seems like you're on, you're like, you're going on another run, you know, like another five-year run, another 10-year run. Um, I want to talk to that for, you know, talk about that for a second. Like, you know, I think that this transition as an entrepreneur, um, you know, it's constant, right? You know, there's never a silver bullet. It's never about the destination. It's about who we're becoming along the journey. Um, and, you know, I learned a lot of these from you, just watching you do your thing. And, and I think a lot of people in the industry do. And could you talk to us about that a little bit? Like, how do you make that change as an entrepreneur when you know something needs to be done? Like, like, how do you do it? How do you get into massive action? Is there a magic, you know, red pill, blue pill, or is it just, you just get up and do it? Well, when, when we got involved with Core Tech is the PE company, and these guys are, you know, I think the, the top of the elite of the elite when it comes to understanding financial intelligence and the reporting took us six months to really dialed in of what they wanted. But along the way, the last six months, we've, the reporting has become so granule mm. that we really were able to see what we need to be focused on. We're finding a hundred grand here, 200 grand there bottom line money. Yeah. And just really working on our integration teams, leadership, and just, we got a plan to really get this business to over a hundred million of EBITDA by 20, the end of 2025 for that year. And so knowing the destination, understanding the budget and then recognizing weaknesses. I think a lot of owners have a hard time. They make every excuse in the world why they're failing. Instead of looking in the mirror, you could take all the good. Hey, we made the Inc. 5,000. Great. But also recognize your marketing is not where it should be or your operations or your financials or your reporting. So, Hiring for your weaknesses has been my biggest really lesson is just really continuing to find a plus players. And there's three ways to pay people. You could do salary hourly, you could do profit sharing, you could do equity. And I think for the right people to get the right winners who have already been where you want to go on the bus, they want to have a big outcome. And the fact that I've already done it, people really trust that it's going to happen and they, they buy into the plan. And uh, you know, what's crazy is after this, a lot of money came my way. Uh, I am not here to gloat or tell you guys I'm rich now or whatever, but the fact is it was, it was very significant. And I started working with Goldman Sachs. I built a family office and, and there's plenty of investments coming our way. And 
the things that I've learned, I can apply to basically any business, even outside of home service. So it's really interesting. And people always lose a sense of their identity when they bring on a partner or, or sell their business. But I didn't, I don't feel that way at all. And the guys I work with, uh, there's a lot, there's several of them, but Mike and Doug are, are at the head of the fund. And these guys just really believe in me and they believe in my leadership and they like founder based companies. And, uh, you know, the question was, could I continue to scale this business without an investor? And I don't think I could have scaled it the same way because we had a delayed draw term loan for 20 million that we would have burned through, you know, by February. And then I would have been stuck not being able to buy businesses. We wouldn't have built the integration team. I would have taken all of the responsibility, all of the risk. And now, I mean, I spent last week in Lake Tahoe with my mom, my dad, my stepdad, uh, my sister, her, my niece, nephews, and Bree. Uh, we went fishing with Kent Goodrich because he's got a house there. We just, we went jumping off cliffs. We went boating. We went tubing. We went putt-putt. We played golf. We went fishing. You name it. We played ping pong. We, we just had a blast. And it's nice because I don't feel the pressure I had, but also I feel like we're winning. And mm. it's a weird feeling. I don't feel, I feel like a lot's been taken off my plate. And I feel like I get to do what I do best. There's a good book, 10X is better than 2X. And I'm really finding what I'm great at. And as long as I focus on what I'm really, really good at, which is marketing, sales, motivation, culture, I'm happy. So my biggest thing now is finding great companies to invest in and continuing to educate myself and just hire for my weaknesses. And uh, there's a lot of them. But uh, yeah. it's nice because I just I'm having a lot of fun. And... I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling focused. I feel better than I've ever you felt. You look good, man. I mean, I mean, you look good. You sound good. You know, your hair's cut. You know, um, <laughs> what's cool too, you know, a lot of the foundational things, you know, a lot of you guys listening, whether you're live, uh, by the way, if you're live, let us know you're live, put in comments, hashtag live, give some engagement. Uh, there's, there's no feed of the, you know, the podcast, as Andy Priscilla says, there's no ads. I've been approached to do ads, whether it's a software company, what have you. Um, I don't really care to do that. Uh, this is all value-based, but let us know you're here. Hashtag live or hashtag city or your industry. Give us something in there. If you're on replay, let us know that you're on the replay as well. Uh, we get a couple, uh, you know, things like three or 4,000 or something downloads a month on the podcast through Apple and Spotify. So if you're over there listening, thank you guys. Give us a review. Give us the feedback. You can also send me a DM if, if you want to. Look at this. I love Tommy. You know, a lot of the things that you did, Tommy, early on, you know, a lot of the people coming to the Service Legend Summit are probably going to be doing, you know, anywhere between 500 to 5 million a year. You know, a lot of people in the one to $3 million mark. And, you know, this book, you know, was one of your first books. How long ago did you write this one, Home Service Millionaire? I think it was 2019, so four years ago. Yeah, I loved this one, man. Uh, when, uh, you know, it's funny because when, uh, when we met, I had already read this. I saw the ads. I, you know, I didn't even know you were over here. And, you, you know, when we met, I was like... It was pretty wild, you know, and a lot of you guys listening live around the replay might be wondering, well, how the hell do you uh, get to this point first, <laughs> you know, before you build the 200 million, before you sell for a billion? Tommy, just talk to us a little bit about 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 the decision making around those eight players when, you know, you were doing just a million, two million, three million. Um, you know, I just pruned out some, you know, some, you know, some people that weren't that were were not ideal at all. Um, and, you know, it's challenging, right? 
because you know what got us to three million, you know, in the agencies, you know, and I want to go to ten. It's not like the like the people and the things, etc., is not going to get us to that point. Um, talk to us a little bit, a little bit about that stage in the game. Well, it's tough, right? I, I got to about five million in 2014, and I still felt like, even though my mom and my stepdad were intricate pieces in 2010, they really were. I mean. I trusted them. They handled payroll. They helped with the call center. They did a lot for me. In 2014, I got Adam, and um, Adam was able to really help with CRMs and just do the things I didn't want to do. So that was a real catalyst for the company. And then, you know, what happens is you evolve. And going back to the beginning, I, I wish I would have just spent more time visiting successful shops. And you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what a good CFO is. You don't know what great operations are. And all I can tell you, if you're not bringing in 20% of the bottom line, you don't have the right people. Mm. And what I can tell you is you got to take the good and the bad. You got to say, if something's not going right, you can't take the credit for the great stuff and not the bad stuff. So what I would say is look in the mirror and say, take complete accountability. And knowing what to work on is half the battle. I mean, I think a lot of people try to do too much. Uh, I've been listening to this guy who used to be a trainer. He passed away, but I've been listening a lot. And he says, when you work out and go to failure in one set, you don't need to do anymore. A lot of people overtrain and they don't have time to recover. I think people try to do too much in their business and they really don't know what they're going for. Do they need more leads? Do they need a higher ticket average, a higher conversion rate? And so I've been lucky enough to meet guys like Al Levy and Dan Antonelli, who helped me brand. I, I, I've met, we've got an amazing CFO. We've got a great controller. We've got a great president of the company. And things do change. People, sometimes I won't even say you outgrow people, although there are times when you do. I think the culture changes over time. Um, and, you know, it, it's tough because a $20 million company is different than 100, is different than 200 million, is different than a billion. All I know is when you continue to stack the deck, um, Andrew Carnegie said this. He said, take away all my steel factories, take away all my money, take away everything. Leave me with my core team and in three years I'll have it all back. And I'm a true believer in that. And, you know, Adam's moved on. We're still buddies. We still go to lunch and he's a very smart individual. He'll be successful at whatever he does, but you can't have everything. I, I, I not everybody is going to choose to work with me forever. And, you know, no matter what, I always seem to find a way. And I wish everybody, you know, our time together, although we're still best friends, but our time together should be that we both became better people by knowing one another. And at the end of the day, you know, we're just, we're bringing on a new VP of uh, marketing and our old guy, he's staying on. He's great. He's fantastic. We just need, there, there's certain change that needs to happen to hit our goals. And I'll never criticize some of the people that got us. If I didn't have these steps to get there, I don't think I could recognize what great is. Mm -hmm. So I think the reporting is super essential, having a budget, understanding where you're going, having a plan for this week, this month, this quarter, this year. And most people don't have that. And most people, they talk to their CPA at the end of the year, they go buy a bunch of trucks because the CPA says that, but he has no understanding of the business. They don't know a lot about delay draw term loans and how to buy companies and integration teams and M&A. They don't understand what really Greenfield is about.
And so what I think you most people need to understand is you got to get around similar people that that you should always build a company like um, as John Rorillo says to sell. And I can tell you this, a lot of people, their identity so caught up in their, their company, but there's, you build it up. And this is the hard part for most business owners to understand is you build up a $5 million business at one and a half million dollars of profit. You're going to get seven and a half million dollars. That's, and if you could roll that equity, opportunities will find you. But people want to do this and they say this is a lifestyle business. I just don't think that's the way to go. I think you should always be building with a timeline to bring on partners and everything. Uh, you, you could look at Zuckerberg. You could look, they've all, Amazon, they've all taken on investors, but they did it in a public forum, which is an IPO when they went public with their company. So by not, but by growing something and not having an exit is a big mistake. And that's why I'm having this freedom event is I think everybody should understand what life looks like, because I'll tell you, even the brokers, they don't care about you after the deal's done. They get paid. You got this, like right now I partnered with Goldman Sachs and you know, we've got all these things going on and I've got, it's too much to even explain, but I designed a whole family office with seven people. It's it's, they consult me on investments and, I mean, we're making 14% this year so far. And it's, it, it, you know, like, I'm not saying this, like I said, to, to my normal, but it's over a million a month, which is fantastic. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Um, I, you know, I love what you said about, you know, essentially uh, focusing on the end in mind and then reverse engineering that and seeing, you know, who you need, what you need. Um, and, you know, do you think that every business, like, do you think every business uh, or every, every service company, you know, you know, I think we all you know, understand the concept that you want to hire for your deficiencies and maybe you're listening and you don't know that, you know, and that's new for you, but um, how early on do you think you should hire? Like, you know, let's say you're doing one or 2 million and you, you don't have that. You're kind of doing it yourself. What are some of the things you should look for in that person to ensure it's not like a flop or, 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 or is that just par for the course? Well, first and foremost, when you're doing a million, two million, five hundred thousand, I think the biggest thing is to buy back your time, and it's to put a value on your time and hire people that can take care of the minuscule tasks. Um, I think you need to be there during meetings. You need to be there during hiring. You should always keep your eye on the ball with financials and marketing. And I think a lot of times, business owners that are smaller, they don't really understand price books. They don't charge the right amount because they're not good at sales, and they always go in a little bit less. We're just going to beat the price. And I'd say the first thing you should do when you're building a business, if I had to go back to day one, it would be build a price book that I could hire great people and put a compensation program that attracts winners and detracts losers on performance mm. pay with mm. a scorecard. And if you do that properly, you'll have enough money to hire the right people because a lot of people say, yeah, I just don't have the money to do that. And they're working in their business. They're still a technician like I was. And there's no way to possibly grow unless they could get their time back to work on the business. So spending the time up front to get their pricing right and their compensation programs and their scorecards. I talk about this a lot in Elevate, but, and building the culture, getting the branding right. And I got lucky, Dan Antonelli kick charge. I got lucky, Al Levy, seven power contractor. I met the right people, but I've met thousands of people. I just let the people that have a track record of success work with me. Actually, Al Levy turned me on to Dan Antonelli. Uh, great people. And Al's main thing was, I don't want you working with anybody else when you work with me. 
He goes, I, I don't want you reading 10 books with different ideas. There's a million ideas. Hmm. There's 2,000 diets. Like I could try any diet. I'm just going to one guy. <laughs> and he said, try this for six months. And if you don't get great results, then don't use me. But you got to buy into it. And I luckily, I bought into the right things. And I would say when you're small is, is you can't afford great people. So get a fractional CFO that understands the systems of BillPay.com and understand a WEX card for gas and understand how to set up certain things that will automate so much because they're worth it. Instead of hiring somebody full time and making that ch chance. And always there's a trial period. Um, even with my the president of the company, Dan Miller, we did a six month trial and, and he exceeded my expectations. So he's permanently part of the company. And I think a lot of it that most people fail is they're not good at hiring. They mm. talk so much about themselves during the interview and what they're selling. They're trying to sell the person on coming, but really what the person wants to do is talk about what they could bring. So you got to ask great questions. Yeah. Those eight players, you know, they, you know, um, they can tell you specific things like they've actually done X, Y, Z here. Here's how I did it, et cetera. Um, let's transition a little bit to the book um, a little bit more. Um, why not like, you know, you know, are you doing this for money? Right. You know, um, you know, are you doing it for like, why'd you write this book, brother? Here's what I found. I'm writing another book. I'll probably write three books by the end of next year. And I do a podcast and I do a lot of speaking and I don't need any money. What I found when I sit down and think and put my minds into my, my thoughts into paper, and I really got to think through things and come up with systems. I'm getting better at writing books. I'm getting bigger at focusing on certain things. As I find when I train people and I share, it makes me think outside of the box. It really helps strengthening my strengths, strengthen my strengths. And when I wrote this book, I just had something to say. I had an epiphany of everybody gets to win. The employees should win. The customers should win. The vendors should win. The partnership should win. I should win. And this mentality of if I come into your market, I had a guy call me up from Denver recently, and he said, I was very worried when you came into this market. And he goes, I've raised my prices significantly. We've never made more money. I've never given my people better benefits. He goes, I was wrong. And he goes, I'm man enough to admit it. And I appreciate you coming into this market. And he's another garage door company. And those are the kind of things I love. And I'm just trying to show people I'm a good guy. I always keep my word. If I shake your hand, I'm going to come through with it. This job, if you want it, is yours to lose or yours to, to gain. And I, I did an orientation with all the new technicians. And I said, hey, uh, you guys could go anywhere you want. All you got to do is ask. You could have any position in the company. I want you guys to buy 10 houses. I want you to have your dream life. Go on vacation. Spend quality time. Your walk's going to change. Your eye contact's going to change. The words you use, the people you hang out with. I want you to grow as an individual. I want you to be a family person. I want you to be involved, and I want you to have freedom. And I said, at the end of the day, because I've already done a lot, I my natural high comes from you guys winning. So my dream has got to be big enough to cast a shadow or everybody's dream to come true. And if I could have a dream big enough and big enough goals, big enough influence, um, the rest works itself out and it's holding people accountable to their dreams. Mm. You know, the hardest thing in the yeah. world, Ryan and, and Andy Elliott said, this is uh worst thing in the world is a, is a person that looks themselves in the mirror and says, I'm going to get in shape or I'm not going to drink or I'm going to quit smoking. 
and I, all of us have our vices, but when, the, when you look yourself in the mirror and you lie to yourself, if, mm -hmm. if you can't trust yourself, how are other people supposed to trust you as a leader? If you say, I'm going to clean up my office and I'm going to show up on time and that lasts two weeks is if you can't keep a promise to yourself, you'll never be able to keep a promise to anybody else. So it starts with working on you first. Yeah. And I, you know, I love how you bring the per like personal into business and, and I, you know, I take a lot from that. And I think a lot of us should. Um, and it's so true. You know, you can build a business where everybody wins. You know, it's like, you know, I think business is changing, you know, for sure. Um, and it, I mean, it always is. Um, but let's, let's talk for a second about the summit. Um, what are your plans for the summit? Um, what do you want to talk about? Um, you know, I think one of the concepts before you go is, some of the things that I think you've brand, like you've brung to the garage door industry, you know, uh, different uh, professionalization concepts, whether it's Ken Goodrich, um, whether it's private equity, you know, I think concrete coating and painting, uh, concrete coating specifically has ha, has not gone through the renaissance of professionalization at all. You know, um, these concepts are are pretty foreign to the majority of the of the space. I mean, when we took Cardinal from you know from zero to one point five, you know, from top line there. Like, like a million dollar company in concrete coating, you know, it's like a 1%, you know? Right. And then painting, there's bigger companies as well. And, you know, you got guys like Jason Paris that are coming, former chair of the PCA, Nick Slavik, the current chair of the PCA. Uh, Jason Paris is buying painting companies, um, you know, has a holdings company. So there's, there's definitely more juice uh, there in the painting space. But, um, you know, I think these concepts are so mission critical for these, these spaces. Uh, and people like you are so important. Um, what are your um, what are your goals with uh, your speaking time for the event, and how how can you kind of help translate some of these concepts into into these few niches? Well, you know what I, I try to explain to people is identify your weaknesses, be accountable to showing up, and you got to accept. You, you got to figure out a way to change your habits. You got to figure out a way to stay consistent. You got to figure out a way to identify the weaknesses and work on them. And I think. The equity incentive program is massive. Coming up with the right scorecards is massive. Understanding, I, I think your your net worth your network is your net worth. So, I happen to find specialists in a lot of different things that are the best, and I still got a lot of work to do. But my my recipe works. It works in any industry. Uh, when you dominate Google, you dominate your brand, you dominate your culture, you dominate leadership, you dominate training and recruiting. Uh, like Jody Underhill with he's done. He's still, I think we're paying him 12 grand a month because he continues to find great people. And it's, it's been an evolution. And what I'm able to do is take what I've learned over the last specifically decade, specifically the last five years and take this window and make it much smaller for people because mm -hmm. I've been through, I've fallen down over and over and over and made the wrong decisions and so I have a story to say. And when people ask me real questions, they say, what should I do first? And I, it, it, there's not a one size fits all. There's not a one prescription, but I can tell you this. By not having a foundation with the pay and the price book and having expectations and manuals and SOPs and systems, you're never going to win. I mean, a lot of people don't have systems or they have the wrong system or they have a system that's not being followed. <laughs> and so 
it comes back to just the org chart, these simple principles that have been around for a long time, but are just hitting the home service space. I think HVAC has been the pioneer in the nineties and that's who I studied for. I'm in hundreds of shops. I've taken off time to go visit. I've taken dubious notes and I've applied them. You know, you could hear, I could tell you the secrets to everything. I could go on and tell you hire the best, recruit the best, train the best, come up with the best org chart, come up with the best, but implementing it is the battle. Alex Ramosi says, I tell everybody how to do it. And I pay, they, I charge them to implement it. <laughs> and that that's the facts is a lot of people are like, I just don't know what to do. And I've had people say, I'll give you a million dollars to come be the CEO of my company for three months. And I'm like, I, I'm already the CEO of a company. I can't do that. But you're going to have to figure out what it's going to take inside of you to become a better leader, to attract the best. I get a lot of people that want to work with me. I just got a guy that came in from Idaho. His name's Ben. He was number one West Coast last week. And he goes, I read your book and I wanted to be part of your company. He goes, I believe in you and I believe in your leadership and I believe I want to work for you. And that's what getting out there speaking and writing books does. Mm. Yeah, I love that, man. You know, I think I think performance pay uh, would help a lot of people. Hey, if you're listening live and you want to learn more about performance pay, put in comments, hashtag performance pay. I've had a lot of service legend clients. Um, we have some products that we're developing um, and, you know, and different things. Um, but there's a lot of communication around performance pay. And it hasn't really hit concrete coatings like 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 other industries. Um, why is performance pay so important? So winners want untapped potential. They want uncapped. So winners tend to say they bet on themselves. They say, hmm. I'm a performer. They'll say, give me anything. You want me to go win a soccer tournament? Put me with the best trainer. I'll win. They got a winning mentality. They're used to being passionate, whether they play football, they were a farmer, they played an instrument. They've got the ability to succeed. They believe in themselves. And when they know there's other people that are making 150, 200 grand, they know they could do it. They see mm. that it's real. Mm. And, you know, but, but it requires you to not get a lot of warranty calls. It requires you to sell service agreements. It requires you to sell new doors because that's the best thing for the client. It's not the easiest thing to do. It's definitely way harder but it is the right thing to do is to offer. I don't care if you're rich, poor, black, white, Cuban, or Asian, you should offer people everything and give them options, not ultimatums. Yes. Mm. You give them one option. That's an ultimatum. So when you're, when you're coming up with a scorecard of performance pay, you focus on three to five critical areas and that's how you pay them. And they get to build their own destiny. And the greatest thing is, I have unlimited training that I pay for. If you want to come back to Phoenix for two weeks, if you want to fly to Wisconsin for a week, if you want to do a ride along, you make a couple hundred bucks a day. And I recommend that everybody, even the best of the best, do a ride along once a month and get to share ideas. And what I tell everybody is I'm spending 10% on marketing in a market. So there's two guys that are falling below that's hurting you. So you better ask them to come do a ride along with you and teach them what you know. So no secrets. No, I'm the best. I'm not sharing. We have a very, very good culture here about we're going to share with everybody because just because one guy makes a lot of money doesn't mean the other guy can't. That has nothing to do with one another. You don't think you're going to get the good jobs. The victim mentality in this, in my business, is is not here. There's no, it's a bad economy. It's Biden. It's China's going to war with Russia or bullshit. We just don't have that. And I'm just not a big fan of the victim mentality comes from hourly pay. 
It mm. comes because most hourly, they, they need to make 60, mm. but they don't need to make more than 65. And they'll never work harder. And they don't really care about five-star reviews. They don't care about recalls because they're getting hourly no matter what. They're, they're so different from what the, the owner and the management are going after. There's such different goals. When you align priorities, when we could both win together, when somebody makes 200 grand, I rejoice. I jump for joy. I do jumping jacks and I say, amazing. Because that means we did good as a company and you should be rewarded for your hard work. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. The, uh, the concepts of how to run a business, how to run an operation, they don't change. That's what I'm, you know, I'm hearing. They don't change whether you're on a nail salon, garage door company, concrete coating, even an agency, you know, it's a service business, right? You know, we're not selling a product. And so, you know, it's very similar. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I want to bring Tommy to the Service Legend Summit. Uh, we have a lot of industry speakers, concrete coating, painting, um, you know, and things like that. But, you know, these these concepts and what we learn and, and elevate and what we learned in Home Service Millionaire and what we learn, you know, every week on the podcast and, and you know, and things like that, they're evergreen, you know, <laughs> You know, it's how to run a business, how to be a leader. It's how to pay people right. It's how to find great people. What's interesting too about the concept of A players is I think a lot of people and even myself early on, you know, I think you can get convinced somebody's an A player uh, because they show up on time. They, you know, they don't get in trouble, um, but, but the performance isn't there. Um, did you see that early on? And do you see that with companies where they have the, you know, the perspective or the perception of what an A player is all wrong? Well, let me tell you this. Donald Trump said this in an interview. He said, the best, you, you know, the worst employee is a good employee. Bad employees get fired right away. Great employees make you grow straight up. A good employee shows up. They, they come to the meetings engaged, but they do just enough to stay off the radar. There's people that need to be first. There's those who hate to be last. And they're two completely different type of people. I got guys that look at the leaderboard and they say, at least I'm not last. And other guys say, damn, I'm number two. I need to be first. And those are who I want to hire. Mm. And when you really understand what a what a good employee does, they, they just kind of get by. They kind of stay a little bit above average, but they don't. And, and the question always is, is it the employee or is it the culture? Mm -hmm. Is it? Nature versus nurture. Is it the nurturing? Are they getting the support they need? Is there Are they having regular meetings? Is there somebody holding their feet to the fire? Because I'll tell you this, I wasn't half the guy I am seven months ago without the PE company holding my feet to the fire, telling me what I need to work on and jump on one-on-ones. They don't tell me what I have to do. They tell me what winners do. Hmm. And they, they gave me complete accountability. So they rejoice when I win. And trust me, they get down on me when I'm losing. And what that does is create a whole new, I used to have to report to the bank and other things, but never like it is today. And I, I'm one of the few individuals that appreciate accountability. And I'll tell you this, you might have the best player in the world that trades to another team without the right coach. They will fail without the right teammates, without the right brotherhood on that team. If it's a football team, if they don't trust each other, you're never going to win. And that's when I say leaders got to look themselves in the mirror and say, is this my fault? Because if you keep getting duds and everybody's a dud and no one's working as hard as you, then at some point you got to look in the mirror and say, maybe it's me. Yeah, I love that, man. Um, let's wrap this up, guys. What we're going to wrap it up with in conclusion, if you, any of you guys want to come to Phoenix uh, early October the 5th through the 7th, 
Uh, I think I spent a hundred grand on this event so far. Uh, kind of went all out and I'm like, Oh, sh okay. You got to sell some tickets. No, I'm just kidding. But we, uh, um, we're doing pretty good and we're expecting between 150 to 180 people there. It's the similar, uh, size, you know, as vertical track, same setup for the most part at Gila. Uh, it's convenient. Uh, David Ogle, I see you're listening. I think him and a couple of clients are coming and we actually closed the 50% off early bird pricing on Friday. However, we're making some slight changes to the page. And what I'll do for you guys, two things, two things. Anybody that wants this book and is truly serious about changing their life and wanting to grow an amazing business, I will buy you one personally because I, 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 I think what Tommy teaches is that impactful. And then number two, if you want to come see Tommy speak and learn these concepts in, in person, uh, I'm going to drop a link right now. It's a raw link. It's not the real link. A raw link directly to the early bird pricing. Um, so don't save this link and buy things on it because it's going to end and it's going to shut down. Um, and you will see the new page coming up uh, very soon. Uh, we're adding a couple things to it. But click that link. Get your 50% off. I'm only going to allow that early bird pricing for this video only and on this post. And then uh, we're going to be taking it down here very, very shortly. So go ahead and grab that 50% off. Uh, there's been like 30 people, I think, that have got the early bird pricing before we even started the promo here. So we have about 30 or so uh, sold here. And I want everyone to come and get a slice of the pie, if you will. Uh, Tommy, um, just conclude us with the importance. And you touched on it a little bit. And I've been inspired by, you know, you going to different shops and different things like that. And so Lance Bachman, you know, I'm having, um, he's coming out like a couple of days before the event, him and his wife, I think, I think we're going to get dinner. I asked him to go golfing and he won't go golfing, you know, cause he, I don't <laughs> think he wants to me to see him get embarrassed, you know, cause I've been golfing, you know, and my handicap's like a, uh, a nine and a 10 right now. So if, oh, if you want to go anytime, but, uh, I'm ready. but, um, talk to us about the importance of like that mentorship, that coaching, going to these events, going to the shops, like how important that is to, just personal growth, but you know how that affects the business. Well, listen, I'll tell you this. It's the most important thing you could be doing. The, the, the only thing I, I hesitate is a lot of people go to events, they read books, and they've got a huge wish list of notes, and they don't know how to apply it. Sometimes they get information overload. So what I would say is pick two or three things that are critical when you come to these summits. And apply them right away. I mean, you can't get me into a summit without me making 10 phone calls, implementing things in real time and, and sending stuff off. I mean, I learned a lot of stuff yesterday and I sent seven emails and a bunch of text messages because I'm too busy implementing. And I think a lot of people are like, they, they come back to reality and then they realize, man, they are the business. They mm. haven't created a system. They haven't created anything. So it comes back to systems, SOPs and checklists. You know, the, the book Elevate is going to be coming out soon on uh, on Audible as well. But, um, you know, the business got yeah, value. We're asking about Audible, by the way. A lot of people were like, "Where's when's the audio coming out or the Audible coming out? When's the Audible coming out? There's Kindle, though. If you go to Amazon, I can get you a Kindle version. You know, just DM me Kindle if you like. And Kindle will actually read out loud, too. But I, I did a good voiceover, I think, on this. But, you know, the business was valued at well, well over $500 million, so half a billion. And the next turn, it's going to be worth $2.5 billion. And, you know, that seems like monopoly money, but it's real. And the nice thing is I'm an open book. If anybody's got any questions, a lot of people reach out. I do shop tours and I'm just here to help. I like people to succeed because the, the best gift I could ever receive is when somebody messages me and says, I've been my kid's soccer coach and I'm having dinner with my family again. 
And I've been able to actually take them on a real vacation. And actually the business ran without me. There's nothing sweeter or greater for me than that. I will tell you guys, there's nothing that might sound cliche. It might sound like BS to you, but it's real. And we've already done it and success leaves clues. And I put them all out there. And if you follow close enough, you follow the podcast, you come to some of these events. I've got a lot of people that have, that have turned their, their business around their lives around. And that's what it's about. So hopefully you could take it. You want to share it. You want to give back. You want to pay it forward. It's a lot of work. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, but um, I'm going to drop some bombs and I'm going to give everything I got. Like I always do. And if you ever see me speak, it's never the same. I don't do this keynote speech that everybody gets to see the same thing. I, I really try to tailor it to the crowd and make sure there's gold nuggets for them to apply today out of their business. And, Hopefully have freedom for everybody and elevate their mindset. Hence the book. Yeah, I love it. I'm still learning how to talk. So me on stage. You did great. You did great. It's kind of a mess, but uh, I'm speaking at the huge convention. Um, me uh, too. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm speaking there. I'm finishing up my presentation. We got a 10 by 10 booth and I'm hoping this one will, will be better. Um, and <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't like saying the same thing either. Um, but uh, you know, what's interesting too is um, next week, guys, uh, we're doing a webinar with a company called Flory, and he has this software. It's called a visualizer. And you can come in here, and you can be like, "Oh, cool, yeah." Like in the home, you could be doing this. Customers can be doing this. Um, come in here, pick your colors, and I'm like, "Yeah, I want tidal wave." Cool. So you can show the customer in the home what it looks like on the iPad. So it's very. If you can get a customer in the home taking your iPad, choosing colors, you will get a check on on the way out. 100% guaranteed. We have this webinar next uh, week. Um, I Did this guy get the garage door uh, visualizer done too for you? No. No, he's working on something with st- storage and I got Jim involved. But, um, you know, we, 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 we started to get into floor coating and it's, it's something I still want to pursue. It's just, it, it's a, tougher nut to crack than I thought. And I've got a plan and it's, I'm probably going to need your help, but ultimately we're really good at garage doors. We're really good. We could know where the beams and the trusses are for storage with the overhead racking. And I think it's important to be, if you're going to be good at something, take over the market. So many people, they start, Hey, I'm going to do dryer cleaning. I'm going to do, you know, hot water. And they start doing so many things, but they never master one thing. And the best advice I could say is grow as big as you could in your current market before you expand. Don't buy a business unless it's a roll up into your current market, unless you know how to integrate. A lot of people are like, I'm just going to do what Tommy does. I'm going to go buy companies and I'm going to franchise my business. What are you going to franchise? You're in one market and you're barely successful. Like what exactly? Oh, you don't understand. I got something special that no one else knows. Then it should be extremely profitable. And if you're selling, you know, dreams, like your financials don't hide. That's why I got audited by one of the big four banks is we went through a process of six months, quality of earnings, $600,000 Parthenon study of our market. I know how to do all this stuff. We've been through it and I've done it. And there, there's money in the bank to prove it. And if you got a question, well, maybe we could do a little Q&A on stage. And I'm willing to give you guys whatever I got. Yeah, I love it. Well, we'll see if we can get you to the VIP uh, experience. I actually... We spent like 40 grand on the VIP. It's at the farm. We're taking the bus. By the way, I wanted to tell you, I haven't talked about this yet, but the summit, um, you know, I tried to build it like how you're doing your event because 
I think the impact that you're able to make, you know, is, is, is really indescribable. And so this event, this summit event is not about making money. Um, it's about getting all of these people that follow me or service legend, concrete coating, painting, et cetera. And then just getting them in touch with all the people that I know, like, Hey, this yeah. is the information. Let's get them in the same room and let's fucking go. Let you know, it's time to build here. And um, so that's what we're doing. And so if you want to, you know, be a part of that and you want to grow your business, grow your team, you want to be the leader that you want to be. You now, this is the event for you. The links in the comment, scroll back up as well. And you'll see Tommy's event. Um, it's garagedoorfreedom.com forward slash VT 2023 forward slash go to that, that domain, get over there. I'm going to get mine together probably this week or this weekend with my wife. Uh, it's, it's in Orlando, Florida, right? In November. Yeah, I'll have, uh, I'll have from Knight Rider, I'll have Kit there. I'll have the uh, DeLorean, the 81 done up just like Back to the Future there. <laughs> I've got some great speakers. You know, we put a, about $1.2 million into this event. Wow. Um, it's expensive. As you're starting to see events, I will lose money on my event. Um, but really, my event's really cut out for one, one major goal is to build a business that's worth a lot of freaking money. And to understand there's a lot that goes on with mindset. There's a lot that goes on with banks. There's a lot that goes on with setting up a structure where you could build a business that's worth a fortune. And I just, if, if people have that mindset and they want to build a business worth a ton of money and have real freedom, because I didn't know what real freedom was, even though I had 10 million in my bank account, I didn't know until this transaction went through January 1st when my life changed. And what the freedom that it was and the special time and the time I get with my mom and my sister and my niece and nephews and my father mm -hmm. and to go golfing and to spend quality time. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I, I had so much in my brain, so much worry and anxiety, although I didn't show it. I was literally killing myself. And what mm -hmm. I can tell you is this this event is truly that's why it's called freedom. Yeah, I love that. And I'll I'll, um, I'll close with this, you know. When I created Service Legend, you know, it's like home service legend. But, you know, our mantra is more profit, more freedom, more impact. And that's that's what I see guys like you provide. The team, yourself, your family, the community. It's bigger than the money. The why is bigger. The priorities are right. The essentials are there. And it's massive action. But more profit comes first. You can't do much without a proven lead to sell cycle. You know, it's just hard to do anything, right, in any business. So you had to have more profit in place. You can get more freedom because you can hire people, you can build systems, et cetera. You can get that freedom back a little bit from in the business, work on the business, but not to be lazy and be on the couch and whatever, but it's to make an impact on your team, buy better trucks, buy better team members, right? More homeowners, more you know, vacations, more quality time with family, more people impacting their communities in a great way, more people looking out for one another. It's a noble cause. And I think everybody should really, attempt to go to that place with their business and a, a real business does not work when you're there only a real business functions when you're not there when i leave for two weeks the business does great and i don't mean it, it's not always been this way so don't think i'm criticizing anybody because you got to start somewhere and the best thing to do is to get started today the best time to get started was yesterday the, the next right. time is today but it's not easy but success leaves clues and we're, we'll share them. I've spent days with Ken Goodrich. I spent days with, you know, Darius Liver is going to be there and Alan Rohr and Al Levy and just the crazy amount of great people around me is a hundred percent. Listen, I'm nothing different than any one of you. I'm not, 
I just happened to go along the right path. I kept my word when I said I was going to do something. I showed up for my people and it's come back to bless me in many ways. And I do thank Jesus for that. And I definitely trying to go to church every Sunday and just doing the best I could. So, and I got a lot of work to do. If you guys admire me, trust me, I'm human. You know, they say, don't meet your, uh, don't ever meet your, uh, your hero, right? Up to Cause you realize they're just like you. Yeah. I am. You know, I'm just working on me all the time. That's the best part about it. That's the best part about it. Keep being that. Um, and I'll leave it with this. Uh, I know we can keep going, but Stoic philosophy says, you know, there's like a, it says most people know what to do. They just don't fucking do it. <laughs> don't fucking get do it. started. Yeah. Get started. Get into massive action guys. We'll see you guys in October and November and uh, see you guys next week. Peace. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painted Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.